Uh, I have to tell you on a personal note real quick, today's readings are so packed with uh, meaning for me uh, personally that first reading was the reading uh, we read at my mom's funeral uh, because it's such a hopeful reading. And then this gospel is the reading by which I felt called to the priesthood uh, all the way through uh, my life until the day the bishop uh, ordained me. But as much as I want to tell you all about that, I'm going to tell you about St. Nicholas because uh, what do we, uh, St. Nicholas comes to us in the fourth century and historically that's a super important time in the church's history. You could even argue that after Pentecost that might have been the most important age historically. And for a real interesting reason, Christianity had been legal, illegal for quite some time. And Constantine, uh, Emperor Constantine issued the Edict of, uh, I always do this, Milan, which said that it was now illegal to persecute someone because of their faith. Christianity became free. And the first thing that happened was Christians all came out of hiding and started talking to each other. And, and, and it resulted in something Christians are very, very good at. We all started yelling at each other uh, over what we believe. And in the end, the conflict was so intense that uh, the bishops gathered at a place called Nicaea to define Christianity. Right? And, and they made kind of, you could think, this upside-down triangle. They started very generally. What do we believe? We believe in one God. What is he? The Father Almighty. What did he do? Created heaven and earth. And, and it goes through, kind of starts very uh, big and brings it all the way down to that point we get at the end where we start listing some dogma. We believe in the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Anyway, all this to say, um, everybody at that meeting had been willing and even had suffered great horrors uh, for the faith. And what united them there was not theology yet, although for the most part it was there, but it was a deep love for Jesus and a desire to get to the truth. During this time, there was a man that everyone knew, a bishop uh, named uh, Nicholas, Niklaus. It's Greek for victory of the people. And Nicholas was, we believe, a very preeminent voice in this. What's interesting is when St. John Paul II kind of ordered a look at all of our older saints, they were trying to figure out with our information, well, what do we know is true about these saints from that period? It was St. Nicholas. We don't know a ton. What we know and what is true is he, we believe he was at that council. Two sets of meeting minutes say he wasn't there, but they were written by people who didn't like him. Uh, the official minutes said, no, he was there. We know um, that he was known for being really generous and discreetly generous. A man testified at his funeral to the fact that he had three daughters and no money. And because he had no money, he couldn't give dowry for his daughters so no one would marry them, which was how it worked back then. And the father prayed and, well, one day, a bag of coins quite literally came sailing through his window. And it was enough money for him to pay a dowry to marry his oldest daughter. And then about a week after she was married, 
Another bag comes flying through the window and he was able to give a dowry for his second daughter. This time he waited outside his house and it was Nicholas. And he wondered, how did you know that I had this terrible need and that my daughters were destined for a terrible life? Well, the Lord told him. And he gave money he really couldn't afford to give away to people he really didn't know, but he knew the most important thing, those are God's daughters. We know that he saved some children. We know that he uh, uh, saved a person who was uh, dying. We know all these wonderful things. And in the end, I think we're all challenged by St. Nicholas to do what the disciples did in the gospel today. That seven fish, or seven, was it seven loaves? I always mess that up. Seven loaves uh, and a few fish are a stupid amount of food for thousands of people. Nobody looks at that and says, yeah, that's enough. The disciples gave Jesus not what they needed, the crowd. The disciples gave Jesus everything they had, and then Jesus made it enough. For you and I, that's the challenge that St. Nicholas offers us today. Our gifts and talents and what we've got, it's really nothing in comparison to the problems and challenges of our world. But if we give everything we have to Jesus, it'll be more than enough. Because that's how God works, huh? So we ask St. Nicholas to pray for us, to give Jesus our all, to give him all of our words, all of our thoughts, all of our actions, to give him whatever he asks for, and to know it, could, it will do more than we could ever ask or imagine. Amen?